Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com you're the mom the maid the keeper of the cookies you do it all and you look good doing it it's parenthood on a mother level here's your host denise hanitka hello everybody i'm denise it's the first week of may and on a mother level is back So you noticed I had to take a week off last week because our company decided to institute some furloughs, so we all are taking turns, taking a week off. It was a little inconvenient, but I know it's certainly not as bad as losing my job altogether or um, so many of the other difficult situations that people are finding themselves in right now. So it was just a week off and not a big deal. And um, during that time... Um, It was basically work mandated, but I decided to do it to the extreme by unplugging all social media. I deleted Facebook and Instagram off my phone. No work email, no nothing. So, I mean, in a way it was easier than I thought it would be. It was also harder than I thought it would be. And I'll explain why. So first, you realize when you don't have it on your phone anymore, how often you pick it up to check Instagram. Constant just totally constant. So by day three, maybe I finally stopped doing that. I also noticed during the whole week off that I didn't take any pictures anymore. It's like if you don't have any plans to post them, then you no longer take them, which probably saved me a little space on my Google Drive. So there's that. And I don't think I missed anything either, by the way. Um, It was also really a lot easier to forget that we're in this weird quarantine situation. I read a lot of news still to just keep up with what was going on. But when you're not on Facebook and seeing the news with other people's captions or emotions or, you know, whatever they're saying about it, it's like you you take out some of, I don't know, the extra noise surrounding the headlines. So I noticed that. Um, I did make an important lesson, uh, though, that I will share with you. If you delete Facebook from your phone or Instagram or any of those apps, make sure you know the password because then when you go to blog back on, like I did, for example, on Monday, suddenly I had no idea how to get in any of these apps and then that was just an enormous time waster. So, you know, what are you going to do? I also highly recommend Little Fires Everywhere. So if you have Hulu, I think there's eight episodes, Carrie Washington, Reese Witherspoon, a couple other people you're going to recognize that I can't remember right now. Anyway, really good. A lot of twists and turns. Did some good binging. Now I'm starting, which a lot of you have probably already watched, uh, Big Little Lies. Got through the first season of that. I don't love it as much as Little Fires Everywhere, but it's still the same concept. It's a Reese Witherspoon um, production, creation, whatever you want to call it. And so it's like, both of them are the premise is, you know, small town, wealthy people. And then here comes, you know, a mother, an outsider, single mom, and she comes to the town and she has a lot of secrets and they're slowly going to figure them out over these eight episodes. So if you're into that sort of thing, big little lies, little fires everywhere, both available on Hulu right now. Okay, so um, now that I'm back at work and um, the regular stressors of the week have returned, the biggest dilemma for me, and I'm sure a lot of you, is do I eat my feelings or do I purchase them? 
So basically, am I binge eating or am I binge online shopping? Because I'm always doing one of those. So to help us keep up the mental game, keep it strong, I brought back John from 818 Fitness. After five months of working with him, you guys, I have gained a ton of strength. That's the huge thing. I've lost about 15 pounds. I'm no longer allowed to weigh myself due to mental instability. Um, So I don't know the exact total. I know it's at least 15 pounds, which feels amazing. Um, And then... Slowly, I'm getting a much better handle on my nutrition. So that is has been the biggest takeaway for me, is understanding what to eat, when to eat, and um, to stop the madness, you know, except when I, you know, need to eat my feelings. So I know you can relate with me on that. Um, so you're going to hear about his philosophy in this conversation. And um, once this episode airs, if you check out my Facebook and my Instagram, John put together a quick and dirty at-home workout for you. It's beginner-friendly, no equipment needed. It's going to be something quick and easy that you can do. Um, so check out my Instagram, at DeniseWQAD, for that one. It'll be on my Facebook as well. So here we go with John from 818. We uh, recorded this conversation practicing social distance, so you'll notice that in the audio. And um, I hope you enjoy this conversation. Also this weekend, happy Mother's Day, everyone. Um, I know a lot of you moms have been in the trenches big time. So you deserve you deserve a fantastic Mother's Day. And hopefully you get a little bit of a break on that day. So okay, guys, here we go. John from 818. John, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? You know, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. That's about all you can do right now. Don't you think that mood regulation is the hardest thing at the current moment? I think it is. Yeah, it's uh, easy to kind of slip into a funk if you're not careful. Um, So, John, I wanted to call you on the podcast today because you were my last guest before things really went sideways. Right. Really went crazy. And we didn't even really talk about it or see it happening all that much at that point. So what's funny is that I talked to you and I made a couple of coronavirus jokes and I deleted a couple of them because I kind of thought they sounded insensitive and wow, those would not have aged well. Yeah, they would have been. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I mean, I made a joke about, you know, what are you doing to protect your personal training clients from the coronavirus? And now here you are, what is this, almost two months Two months later, yeah. and like legitimately you're shut down right. because of the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but it's been fun in its own right to- Fun? From a, from, from a business standpoint to figure out, you know, how we get through it, you know? I mean, we really had to start thinking outside the box a little bit and creating new opportunities and ways to go about what we used to do and that we've actually made a pretty decent shift, but it's been something I never would have thought I would have to deal with. Yeah. But luckily we kind of were set up better, I think, than a lot of people. Okay. To this because we've had an online component since the first of the year and have just been gradually growing that with an intent to really expand that throughout the course of this year. We just had to make some shifts and do it a little bit quicker, yeah. put a little bit more steam behind it. But Well, because I mean, small businesses right now have had to basically prove their flexibility. Uh, Otherwise, I mean, there's just no way, right? Right. It, uh, you know, and, and there's a lot that can't, you know, and I feel bad for that. You know, we're in the lucky position of, if you do it right, there, it's really relatively easy to shift what we do to a virtual state, mm-hmm. you know, but when you look at bars, restaurants, and, you know, other things of that sort, even retail, they've had to get creative too, but I think it's a little bit more of a stretch for some of them. So it's actually been kind of fun to watch some of them, and it's really been cool to see the community support around our local restaurants, yeah. a lot of the new ones that were just getting started right before this, you know? So to see local people supporting local is incredible. Yeah. And and that's what it's gonna take. And it's been a lot of fun for me to kind of watch the creativity of these other people and how they do it too. Well, I don't think anyone realized how much they take their gym for granted, take their ability to get out and do 
any type of movement or exercise that they want to do. Because right now, that's all you can do. You can either exercise, you can eat, you can shop online, um, you can yell at your kids. And binge watch Netflix. And watch Netflix. That's all there is to do at the moment. Or, I mean, you can like craft and stuff. Read a book. Podcasts and book on tape. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's really shifted our dynamic and forced us yeah. to get creative with our time. And it's, I think it's also been good to an extent. All right, if you're going to be positive this whole time, and I'm just going to hang up now. <laughs> but no, I mean, I really think it has. It's forced me to look at stuff a lot differently than I used to and to kind of slow down and really kind of reevaluate, not even just 818, but things in general. Yeah. And you got to make the most of it. Yeah. And what's that going to mean, you know? And hopefully it did, you know, shit. I've seen so many people outdoors walking and right? riding bike, and I'm like, not entirely a bad thing, you know? Right. They get more exercise, they're being more active, they're being more conscious about what they eat because they know maybe they aren't moving as much and because, you know, they're eating out less and they're cooking more a lot mm -hmm. of times, you know? So I think there are positives to take away too and that when it's a frustrating, stressful time like this, it gets hard to focus on the positives, but the more we can do that, the better it's going to be. Okay, so you say you're reevaluating things. All right, so we already talked about business. Yes. What else are you reevaluating right now, John? My decision to take up skateboard riding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why? What's happening? I had a good fall this weekend. Did you really? Oh, I tumbled super hard. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone see it, or was it a... It was in front of a lady? Yeah, she went ahead and got to talk to me like I was some professional. <laughs> Mm -hmm. not, and uh, tumbled really hard in front of her. It was terribly embarrassing. What'd she do? I don't know. I basically picked up the skateboard and both of them. My pride was just destroyed. No, but it. Did uh, she shake her fist and say, that's why 40 year old men shouldn't be on skateboards? Yeah, but first of all, I'm only 38. Let's not <laughs> quickly here. <laughs> no, I felt about 50 after that fall. Still feeling it. But it just. Uh, you know, even just getting outside with the fam and doing more walks and exploring and things like yeah. that and really trying to limit time in front of the TV and I'm lucky. My kids love being outdoors, mm -hmm. you know? so that really helps it. And they're at the ages to where they're not crazy tuned into video games and things of that sort. You know, I don't have that. They like to watch some YouTube videos of their cartoons and stuff like that, but it's not, they're not big gamers yet at this point yet. So I, we don't spend hours a day yeah. thinking about that. You know, yeah. We get outdoors, we ride bikes, we attempt to roll around on a skateboard and, you know, play basketball and whatever it is. And it's just amazing how much better we feel. Yeah, like that. that's and true. How much it improves our mood to be able to get out. And it helps that the weather's been a little bit better lately. This would probably have been a lot more difficult in the heart of winter. I mean, it's, yeah, I feel like it's already hard enough just in the sense that we get that one really nice day and then it just falls off the cliff and then we're all just begging, begging, begging to go back outside again. So, yeah, we got we to gotta push through this part for sure. Definitely. I've, we've made a lot of forts. And, you know, <laughs> that's, a, that's a common go-to is building bigger and better forts. And the little architect that Arlo is, he likes to occasionally design them out on paper before he constructs them. Oh, that's cute. Sometimes they look similar. Sometimes not. No, it's fun though. But it's just looking for, for different things like that that we can do to keep them entertained and, you know, appreciating. I think once this is over, if you will, not that I, it won't be over, I guess, but once we mm -hmm. kind of get back to somewhat of going out and doing things, how much more we'll appreciate that. I am a big rule follower. I like rules and it bothers me when people don't fall in line with them. And so we've been trying to play some games with Abram because he kind of gets them, but, but you cannot get a three-year-old to follow the rules of games. No, no. So last night we were trying they to play... Their own. They go alone. Well, we were trying to play this memory game where you, know, you pick a card and there's an apple on the card and then you got to figure out where on the floor right, the right. apple is. Yeah. You know, the other apple card? And so he wanted to look at all the cards on the floor. And that is against the rules, you know? 
So Turner and I are like, oh, come on, Abe, you, you can only look at one. You can only look at one. He's screaming and howling. And it just, it's very hard for me to not enforce the rules, even with a three-year-old. Right. And it's, right. it's a completely losing game. But I don't know, I still do it. And so the game ended up in tears and it was chaos. Yours or his, or both? Uh, his. Tears for all of you? Oh my gosh. Well, it just got so annoying after a while because no one even had a chance, right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> but you made the effort, and that's what's important. Pay for effort. Oh God. When you try again another day. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's just. Yeah, it's just absolutely brutal. You gotta start with fewer cards. Don't put the whole deck out. Well, yeah, that's what we did because they're separated by colors. Nah. You know, because I guess some kids might not know like what some of the objects are in the card. You know. Right. So, um, the quarantine fifteen, John. Have you heard this term? The quarantine fifteen. It's like the freshman fifteen, but like quicker. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, none of my people were worried about it. So it's well, no, I it's, I mean, it, well, it just, maybe not 15 exactly, but like it's real where you can easily use this time drowning in Oreos, okay. which would be really easy to do. Right. So let's talk a little bit about um, the mental game. Yeah. Because that's something you're big on on Facebook because yeah. it's not all just about following the meal plan or doing the exercises. Yeah, really, that, those things come second and third. Yeah. If your mental game is not dialed in, it doesn't matter how great your nutrition or workout plan is yeah. because you're never going to stick to it. And now makes it really tough. It's tough even if you had a good start coming into this. Mm -hmm. It's even tougher if you didn't and are yeah. trying to get started and trying to, you know, do something to stay active, right? Because it's even tougher now than it ever has been. To okay, so let's start there. Let's start there. Everybody, you know, about April starts thinking about like, all right, let's, yeah, let's feel good for summertime. So let's say you, you want to start today, okay? I feel like your advice would be like, don't, don't do something totally drastic changes because no, it's going to be completely impossible under normal circumstances right. to follow right. that, right? Exactly. And I would say even now where you've got to start because it's a completely different dynamic than it would be last year at this time. Who knows mm -hmm. what summer's going to bring, right? And we don't have vacations planned. We don't have outdoor activities planned, pool parties, that type of thing. So the normal aesthetic goals that we may have in terms of our body, what we want it to look like, are going to be a lot harder to adhere to because we don't even know if we're going to get to show it off, right? In the way that we yeah. would typically in the summer, in the way that we want to, right? So we've got to first figure out why you want to do it, right? And it, it, it's it got to be a reason that's going to make you follow through when you don't want to because now it's going to be super easy to talk yourself out of it. You're already at home. You're already comfortable on the couch. You're already watching your favorite show. So the reason for you doing it it has to be real. Okay, so what's a bad reason? Vanity? No. <laughs> you know? But Hon like, honestly, is that a bad if, reason? If it motivates you, no. And that's the thing is there's not a bad reason if it motivates you. But generally, I will challenge people to keep asking the question, right? If it's, I need to do this because I have to lose 10 pounds. Why do you have to lose 10 pounds? Because it would mean this. Well, what would that mean for you if that happened? And keep digging until you can't answer that question anymore. That's your reason. Okay. The 10 pounds wasn't. Ultimately, when you keep peeling those layers, what that 10 pounds of weight loss or whatever it is, is going to mean for you? Is it going to mean you're more active with your kids? Is it going to mean you're going to have more energy? Is it going to mean that you're going to become less reliant on junk foods and going to learn healthier eating habits? And that's what, that's the reason. The 10 pounds of weight loss is an arbitrary number that's in your head for whatever reason. Yeah, okay. So keep digging it a little bit deeper and don't be afraid to... Okay, let's play this game. All right, let's play this game. Okay. Go. What's my reason? Okay? Okay. All right, where do we start? So let's say my reason is... I would say when I first walked in here, it would be, yeah, like let's say my reason was to lose 15 pounds. Okay, go. So why do you want to lose that 15 pounds? Where did uh, that 15 number come from? Because uh, I, had, I had a baby. Okay. Okay. So you want to lose 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. When you lose that 15 pounds, what's changing? What's different for you? Uh, I guess my clothes would fit better. 
What's important to your clothes fitting better? Uh, so I, yeah, so I don't, it's easier to get dressed in the morning and I don't automatically think bad thoughts about myself right off. Okay, and what would it feel like if you weren't thinking those bad thoughts? What kind of thoughts are you gonna be able to think? What I would think that I, I would feel confident and I would feel like ready to go into my day and I wouldn't feel hesitant about stepping out the door. Sure. So picture that level of confidence. What does that mean for you? What does that allow you to do? Does it allow you to be more productive? Does it allow you to be more focused? Or, you know, what does that mean for you on a daily basis when you're waking up feeling 10 times more confident? Uh, yeah, then I think I would go into work like where you stand a little taller and believe that whatever it is that you're setting out to do that day is possible. Sure. So, you know, to me, and you could keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, there's room to keep going. Right? Yeah. But now if you focused on that and you can truly vision what that level of confidence means to you, how you're going to feel in that moment, how you're going to be able to perform at work better, the mood you're going to be in when you're with your family, that's going to be a lot better to pull you through than just, I want to lose 15 pounds. You're having a bad day, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't really feel like working out is, I need to lose a random 15 pounds going to get you out of that slump and make you work out? Or is it no. going to be what you want to do for your career, for your family, for your mood, for your confidence level? Those types of things. Whoa, I think that might actually work. A lot more, right? Because yeah. it doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. You can't feel that yet. But you can feel stronger performances in your day-to-day -day life, mm -hmm. with work or with family. You can feel what it's like to not be so exhausted playing with kids at the end of the day because you now have more energy because you are working towards getting some of the weight off or losing some of the body fat or just building your endurance. Right? Yeah. Those real things are going to make it much more likely for you to go do that workout than I need to lose 15 pounds because you're not going to lose 15 pounds that day with that workout. Right. But you are going to feel better about yourself. You are going to enhance your mood. You are going to boost your energy level. Yeah. Those types of things are going to be almost immediately gratifying 15 pounds yeah that's true right so so many people and it's not uncommon right so many people come to us with a random number of weight loss that they need to achieve right or i want to look good in this cool but what happens when you do why do you want to look good in that bathing suit why do you want to look good with the shirt off at the beach why do you want to whatever it is yeah right? Start thinking about those things. Yeah. And then once you can actually start to envision it, right? Think about like when you go on vacation. The thought of vacation is nice, but the thought of where you're going, once you actually have a plan, picturing yourself on the beach or picturing yourself hiking through the mountains or picturing yourself, whatever it is, that's what you get excited about. Right. Right. And that's what kind of drives you, right? And, yeah. And makes you have something to look forward to. So you've got to put yourself in that same mindset when it comes to your fitness. You've got to paint that, and it's my job to help you paint pictures or to help our clients paint that picture of what it can mean for them in terms of a new lifestyle. But if you're not working with us, that's what I would encourage everybody to do is paint that picture of what you want it to be yeah. and get so crystal clear on that that a bad day is not going to derail you. You're going to be able to think like, you know what I can really envision that and you can pull yourself into that yeah. and do the things to help you get there and that's just part of it you know I mean you can attack the mindset thing from you know you're gonna have bad days and even that vision isn't going to pull you through and eventually part of it's gonna come down to discipline and just sheer grit right it's not saying that oh I can get in this this vision of what I wanted it all happens so mm -hmm. easily no but it's all of these little things put together Okay, so that word, grit. I was, when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk to you about today, I specifically wanted to tell you that I have none. I have not an ounce of grit. Um, and that is because every single time I've had a bad day during this quarantine, which feels like at least twice a week, mm -hmm. like those are the days I, I cannot keep myself on the rails. You know what I mean? It, it takes the smallest setback for me to be like, well, F it all. <laughs> right. No, I get that. And, and that's not uncommon. I mean, for you to have two days a week like that. You know, I was, I had posted in our Facebook group the other day because a lot of people seem to be struggling this week. And I don't know if it's just a week in general, if it's just 
we've been in this a while now. Right. It's starting to take its toll on a lot of us. Monday and Tuesday, it was just terrible. I had no, my energy level wasn't there. My motivation was completely gone, you know, and it truly came down to, in terms of getting my workout in, just discipline and knowing, again, to kind of revert back to what we just talked about, where I want to be at the end of this. Yeah. And it came back to what I preach to all of our members and to the community that follows us. I've had to dig a little bit and go do it. I didn't yeah. want to, but I felt amazing afterwards. You know, I felt tired, of, you know, but, and it wasn't the greatest workout, but mentally I felt good because I made myself do it. And it's developing that consistency that's so hard for so many people. And that's why to kind of go back to what you'd mentioned earlier, it's a terrible idea to try and do it all at once. Mm -hmm. because it's going to be so hard to remain consistent with that. Bite off little bits, get good at one thing, master that, then add another thing, right? Don't try and overhaul your nutrition, your workout, the mental side of it all at once in you know, a matter of a week because it's never gonna stick and you're gonna drive yourself crazy. Focus on getting one single win a day, whatever that is, yeah. build off of it. You know, I, I talk with a lot of our members in our current challenge right now of we, we kind of talk about one more rep each week, right? It, trying to, we do a lot of stuff time, right? So 60 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever it is. And it's trying to push yourself for that one more rep to progressively get better and find an area. I posed a question last week. I said, what's one thing you struggled with this week that we can work on? And everybody came up with their idea, right? And for some of it was drinking water, for some it was eating more at home and getting less takeout and things of that sort, right? So it's focused on that one thing. Yeah. Don't look at everything that you think you need to change. Pick one thing. Work on it because the more you can celebrate a victory, no matter how little it is, they'll start to add up and kind of give you a little bit of momentum behind it. But if you're expecting these huge victories and these overnight changes, no. Yeah. Just getting your workout, even if it's a garbage workout and it's terrible and you struggle through it, that's a victory. Celebrate that. Appreciate yeah. that. And then try to do better next time, you know? But it's it's a bat you know to do what we're all doing right now yeah so we've got to cut ourselves a little bit of slack and i think it's so easy like i said to get focused on the negatives of things but switch that around i i again i put a video up the other day talking about this where at the end of every day take five minutes whether you jot it down or whether you just think about it what are three to five things that you can be happy about, proud of, find joy in something from that day. Yeah. Because it's there. But unless you make that conscious effort to think about it, the stressful shit's gonna overtake it, right? Because that's what's easier. That's what's being pushed at us all the time. <laughs> so it's obviously a heck of a lot easier to focus on that when that's all we see around us, right? Mm -hmm. And when that's everybody's mindset, it plays into our own, you know? Yeah. So we've got to kind of step out of that right now and create, you know, kind of what our own normal yeah. look like if we really want that to happen. Otherwise we can keep doing the same thing and keep being upset and pissed off and frustrated <laughs> and thinking this is never going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, what's the alternative? Let's try and focus on some of the good things that we can take from this, right? This is, wasn't our ideal situation from a business mm -hmm. standpoint. What's the idea? We're growing our online side of it like crazy, right? Yeah. And that's exciting and it's fun. And we will excitingly and gladly welcome our members back in here when we can. And, yeah. and that's not going away. But, you know, we could have just said, ah, to hell with it, you know, and let's close up shop for a couple of months. Instead, you pivot. You find new ways to get through it, you know? So the other concept of yours that resonates with me is, is throwing out the idea of motivation. Because motivation, I feel like, can be tricky business. Because when you have it, it's great. But then when you don't feel it, you automatically feel like a failure. Yeah. And so when I try to take motivation out of the equation, it takes some failure out of it. Because, mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter whether you're motivated or not. Yeah, motivation is a, you know, we all hear that word and we think we need it. And yeah. It's nice when it's there. Use it to your advantage when right. it is. But you have to create the momentum first. The motivation kind of follows. People get this backwards oftentimes. They want the motivation first 
and then they'll start taking the steps to put into place and they'll start building and growing from there. But motivation comes down the road. You gotta just get started. Yeah. And I use a neat little trick with a lot of my members and I call it, and I don't know if we talked about this last time or not, but it's take five, give me five, whatever you wanna call it, right? But it's five minutes, commit to five minutes. On your crappiest days when you don't feel like exercising, commit to five minutes. And I can give you ideas with what to do effectively to make even five minutes get you huffing and puffing, right? But what most people find within that is all it took was getting started. After that five minutes, they've got 10 minutes, they've got 15, if their excuse was they didn't have time, or if they didn't feel like doing it, just getting the body moving mm -hmm. makes them realize, hey, this actually feels good now that I'm starting. The starting is the hard part. Right. If you wait for motivation to do it, you're never going to. And even if you do, and you rely upon motivation, you're gonna go in that horrible cycle of start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Motivation is honestly kind of the enemy. It is, you know, and we've, come to feel like we have to have yeah. motivation to do it. No, and this kind of goes back to the grit and the discipline. You know, it's like with anything, right? We don't feel like going to work. We're disciplined to do it. Granted, it doesn't hurt that we get a paycheck for it and things like that, right? But every other aspect of our life, we rely on discipline. When it comes to our fitness, when it comes to our nutrition, we've got to be motivated to do mm -hmm. Develop that same level of discipline. And it's done little bits at a time celebrating those little wins, putting the wheels into motion and just getting going. Yeah. From there, you're gonna notice you're motivated a lot more, right? When, when you're working out, when you're eating well, I promise you the motivation is there more than if you're just waiting for it to come, right? Because you create those good habits, you start feeling good, you start feeling stronger, you start looking in the mirror and you're like, hey, I kinda like what I'm starting to see here. That in and of itself gets motivating, but that doesn't happen unless you just start and yeah. kind of grind through the crap sometimes because you have to know that ultimately it's going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. That goes back to earlier, figuring out what our true why is, right? And, and that is what helps make it worth it. But, you know, I'm rarely motivated <laughs> to work out. You know, I do it No, it's true. I have to, to, you know, to, to feel the way I want to feel, to promote what I want to promote here with 818. You know, it's not about being motivated to do it, but I see the value in it and it actually now is part of my life. I enjoy it, but it didn't start off that way. It started off because of a need. Yeah. And now it's, you know, you do it long enough like anything and it becomes habit for you and motivation doesn't really matter. Yeah. What's the last like bad day you had? Like, what was the challenge that day that you had to push through? I'm just trying to make you human, John. Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> it was recent as yesterday. Yeah? Yeah, I, uh, I was up here running a couple uh, virtual Zoom training sessions. Yeah? Feeling good, had some energy, and kind of started getting hungry, so kind of that was on my head a little bit, you know, <laughs> and I got done with, with the Zoom session and got doing a couple of other things, and like, how I don't know, I feel like working out right now. I got the whole day. That's that's actually been the bad for me in this is it's allowed more flexibility for me. So my workout hasn't had to be quite as regimented. So yeah. I really had to schedule it even more than normal. Before I had very limited times where I could work out. So I had to do it or it didn't happen. Now I'm like, oh, I don't have as much going on in the afternoons. I'm doing a lot more office work or virtual work, right? So I can pretty much work out whenever. That's a slippery slope. Um, and for me, that happened yesterday, you know? So I was like, I don't feel like working out right now. I'm gonna go home, eat lunch, do a little bit of work on the computer. And obviously that was a terrible choice because then I started talking myself out of it for every other reason. Like, well, I just need to get a little bit more done here. I need to do that. I don't really feel like doing it. And what's one day, I'll get mm -hmm. back on it tomorrow. You know, nobody's gonna know if I missed one day, but I'm gonna know, you know? Yeah. And luckily we have a, super supportive you're a member of it you know a group on facebook and everybody holds everybody <laughs> i'm not very them. supportive on that group no because you told me that social distance shopping at costco did not count as a workout no it does not but no it's it's finding <laughs> people like that to hold you accountable also yeah you know no I mean? that's and huge that's one thing we never did much before this, and that's another positive that I've taken away from this, is we've created this whole new community outside of the general 818 fitness page, right? That's our own 
just free member group, right? Yeah. That's open to the community, but it's truly people that want to be there and want to support one another and want to encourage each other and pick each other up and, you know, we can voice our struggles and we can get support from the other couple hundred people that are in there, you know, and it's cool because that honestly was my reason for coming to work out yesterday. I said, I know at the end of the day, I'm going to ask every single person in this group how their day was, what yeah. was activity like, how was their nutrition? And though I don't necessarily answer my own question on there a lot, in my head I do. Right. I've got a real tough time posting that if I didn't follow through, right? So no, it really makes me mad day. though when I have a good nutrition and a good workout day and then you don't post the check-in. It was like one that really that really makes me I think upset. I forgot to post the check-in like once. <laughs> like once. I'm like, fine, I guess it didn't even matter today. It always matters. <laughs> it always matters. Stay on your game. Yeah, I um I try to think about like, okay, what do you wanna be? Where do you wanna be when this is over? Right. You know, like I like I picture in my head just like the big doors opening. Right. You know? And so like when we can finally step through the big doors, mm-hmm. where am I gonna be? You know? Right. And here's the thing that I would say that I've talked to some people about, right? And and as it goes to physically where we want to be, uh, especially, right? And a lot of people that are used to working out at a gym, maybe, right? And, and I haven't worked out at a gym, per se, for years. Yeah. Right. I've worked out at my studio, and I've worked out at home, but it's all been relatively dumbbell work, TRX work, that type of stuff. No machines and things of that nature, but for those that have rely on that and are very much used to it, when they've got to work out at home, it's like all of a sudden, everything has to stop you know they can't get a, a high quality workout in they're going to lose all their progress they're going to lose all their gains right or whatever and here's the the way i would challenge everybody to think about this time is not seeing insane physical transformation over this time it's developing a consistency and not going backwards right minimizing and mitigating the loss or regression in their mm-hmm. programs, right? Because it's very easy to just give up right now and say, I'm gonna get back in the gym when it opens. Don't do that. Focus on what you can still do to stay consistent because when that gym reopens and you can get back in there, you're gonna be very, very happy that you did not give up. Otherwise, you're starting way further behind than you needed to. Right. It's not about seeing massive physical change. It's just about staying consistent, staying active, making as healthy of nutrition choices as you can so that when that gym reopens you hit the ground running yeah right whether that's in another month or whether that's in three months who knows right but you've still got the same goals they don't have to go anywhere they might take a little bit longer to reach but they're going to take a lot longer if you take the next two months off do something it doesn't have to be phenomenal right your workouts aren't going to be exact it's a great time to try new things you know Focus more on your mobility work. Focus more on your stretch work. Focus more, you know, on on balance and some of the fundamentals, whatever it is, right? Learn some new things right now. Focus on different training modalities that ultimately will benefit you as well when you get back in the gym. So it's, it's again, it's that mental shift that you have to make of what does this mean to you? You get to choose how you attack this time. Yeah. And you can give up and say, I'll get back at it. And we all know how that goes. You can have great intentions and say, yeah, I'm just going to enjoy this two months and then I'm going to get back to the job. Bullshit. <laughs> you know, chances are that's not going to happen. Um, so do what you can to stay consistent now. 20 minutes a day of activity if it has to be, you know. It, yeah. You don't have to do crazy stuff. And you may not get the same style of workout that you do at a gym, but that doesn't mean that quality can't still be there. Yeah. And with your nutrition... Now's a great time to dial that in. We're eating out less. Oh, it's a terrible time to dial it in. It's a great time to get in a grocery <laughs> store lately. What's fully stocked is the good for you. Stuff. Yeah. It's there. Well, the grocery store is not fun anymore. No, you know what not. I mean? You can't really, I mean, you can, but wandering around and seeing what's in the chip aisle is not, it's not like a great time. You feel no. like you need to get back up. Right, there. no, exactly. And, you know, the, there was a time there, and, and I haven't had as much issue with it lately, you know, is the 
the meat section would be really picked over and your choices would yeah. be less. And you do have to get a little bit more creative, but ultimately I've eaten out so much less. You know, and I've tried to, to support local, you know, and do those types yeah. of things. But at the same point, we're not hitting drive-throughs as much with the kids and, you know. <laughs> you don't hit drive-throughs. You're not a drive-through guy. Kathy feels my pain. We talked about that, Kathy, if you listen to this episode. Here it is again. I hate drive-throughs still. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a great time to hone in on it because we are home more we have less social engagements that take our time and that don't allow us to be home right up, right and it still doesn't mean that it's going to be perfect but this is a time to learn how to get better at it right so that when you come through it you've got again new skills and you've learned some new tricks we're going to be uh be rolling out here uh a neat little nutrition bundle that people can purchase uh, it's about 90, a bundle it's about 90 different <laughs> recipes yeah protein packs some low carb What's it called? It has to have a cool name. You just wait. It's going to be released. You hold on. You don't have a name. Have a you don't have a name. Come on. Let's think of a cool no, name. No. no. Um, eat one eat. Cool. <laughs> what? The what? The 818 eat one eat. <laughs> that's, that's oddly terrible and awesome. All at the same I love time. when things have names. I really love it. I think I'll, things I'll that have that. names we're, are cool. We're working on it now. We just got the recipe pack all done and put together and working on a little bit of branding for it. Um, so maybe that's okay. it. Maybe you get a discount for helping me come up with Well, the maybe maybe uh, I should, like, I don't know. But it's it's cool because we struggle a lot of time. One of the biggest struggles is thinking of what to have. Right, right, right. You know? yeah, yeah. This is going to combat that a little bit. Okay. It's going to have a built-in menu planned out, you know, where you can meal plan okay. on a monthly basis your main meals right throughout the day okay i was talking in our group about a kid day. family friendly like will families like this uh, food how, how, you know if your kids are crazy picky like me maybe not yeah know, but we're also generally cooking two different meals most times yeah it would be the same i mean you know if you've got horribly picky kids you and your husband can eat off of this you know like i said there's 90 different things to choose from pick your favorites yeah you eat all 90 um and it's not so much a rigid meal plan as it is quality meals and then focusing on portion control. And that's what we're going to roll out with this option is some ways to help you kind of yeah. implement it on your own. And then obviously we have our, our coaching packages and things of that sort that can hone in a little bit more specifically for individual goals if that's something somebody wants. But if yeah. this is going to be a fantastic bundle for people to get some awesome new menu ideas that are truly healthy in the sense you know we get a lot of people that struggle with how do i get protein packed meals i struggle to get my protein protein's brutal we've got about 50 55 menu ideas in there that are just protein packed they're solid you know and it's it's not boring food it's not what i shared yesterday you know of chicken and veggies and <laughs> yeah rice, your rice you know? broccolis they're real meals um and then we've got for some of our I'm not, a, I'm not a keto guy, I'm not a, uh, you gotta be low carb, but some of the people out there are, so we're appealing to them as well. Yeah. We have some low carb options, uh, especially if that's something that, um, from a, a uh, medical standpoint, you have to eat more low carb. We've got some of those options in there as well, and then calendars to help you plan your meals throughout the month. And that's been a big savior for me, is planning my week, what I'm gonna have for meals. I don't meal prep, I hate meal prep, some people it works for, and some people look at me like, yeah, I suck at meal prep. I, I hate it. I cannot stand it. Um, so I don't do it. Yeah. What works for me, though, is thinking about what I'm going to have. At least my, my breakfast is almost it's the same damn thing every day as I run out the door. But like lunches and dinners, thinking about what am I going to have, making sure I have the food on hand to be able to cook and to prep that. And I'm not a big cook, so my list isn't super extensive. But it's if I have it planned out for the week, what I'm going to have, I have the food that I'm a lot less likely to deviate. Right, and yeah. And this bundle of goodness and recipes and, and meals that we're gonna be rolling out is going to help you be able to do that. And it's just, again, taking away the guesswork. I really think you need to focus more on the name. Eat when eat. <laughs> I like it. See how quick? I did not, I just See, out. I, I know. And, uh, I think it's perfect. 
I think I might do that. Okay. Just may. That's not too bad. I love coming up with names for stuff. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> you want to play a game? Yes. Yeah, so okay. So um, we're going to do a little would you rather. Okay. okay. So I'm stealing yeah. these from a website. Okay. Keep it peaceful. Um, yeah. If not, be sure and cut my horrible answers. Kidding. This is, this is going to be fun. I like this game. I play this with a, a client in here and we have some fun with it, you know, when uh, on our Zoom calls, because it kind of, it breaks the monotony. We've had to find some way. I tell you what, training sessions are weird via Zoom. Really? It took me a while to get used to that, um, but now we have fun with it. But I, I'm not always doing the workouts, right? Yeah. Them, so I feel like I'm oddly just standing <laughs> and watching a camera, you know? Yeah, that would be super creepy. Like, so. Yeah, what do you do with your facial expressions? Because I feel like if I was on like a, if I was on a, like a virtual workout sort of a thing, yeah. and there was just some like goon looking back at me, like, I don't know, I feel like I would have to like turn around, but then that's well, weird I, for you. In my studio <laughs> sessions, I look at people like a goon too. So I mean, it's just the same <laughs> level of, <laughs> but it's, it's funny because I've, I've got a client that we have done some would you rather just to kind of you know yeah talking through it and we just find ways to increase the dialogue maybe a little bit than just straight out pushing because it feels weird to sit on a phone video call in silence yeah okay so would you rather have free wi-fi wherever you go or free coffee free wi-fi because i don't like coffee okay fine something different um I don't know what that other thing would be because Wi-Fi is not that big to me anymore either because we all have these right. massive data plans. So I really don't care about either of those things, but I feel like for a coffee lover, that would make yeah. a no-brainer. Well, it? so, you know, because I love coffee, right. but but usually free coffee is not the kind of coffee that you want. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm thinking of like lobby. Lobby coffee yeah. is the worst. Is that not good? I don't know. Again, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, lobby coffee is never any good. Okay. Would you rather have seven fingers on each hand or seven toes on each foot? I guess seven toes on each foot. Why? Because <laughs> most people aren't going to see that weird. That's true. But then know? how are you going to find shoes? Get the extra wide for your balance. <laughs> Some of those... Those dad New Balance, I guess? I don't know, but covered up? I don't know. Maybe I just wear, like, giant sock <laughs> shoe type thing, right? Maybe, like, I just, like, about, but right? like seven. But you know how wide your foot would be with seven? I mean, I'm holding you know, up my hand. That doesn't make any sense. With seven? Yeah, no. That would be terrible. <laughs> like, it, it, you know, if you're at a restaurant and you're just sitting at your table, right? Every, people are noticing that. I went to. They're not gonna notice. They might notice I have on some wide shoes, but they're probably not looking at my feet. They're gonna see that weird hand I got going on. Well, and on so each hand. On each hand. Like fourteen fingers. No, yeah. I don't want fourteen fingers. I went to high school with a guy that had a sixth toe, and I'm pretty sure he couldn't find shoes because he wore sandals all the time. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, maybe go barefoot. Maybe move to the beach and go barefoot. <sighs> no, but you didn't want people to see. If I'm on a beach. <laughs> Luckily, we're socially distanced now anyway, so people wouldn't see either of those weird things. But what about you? What's your answer then to that? I feel like the shoe thing is a big factor. I feel like the hand thing, you could at least just like, I don't know, just kind of chill. I'm looking at my hand, right? Right? Okay, so where would the extra fingers go? Would it be like an extra thumb and an extra pinky? You didn't get a pick. Maybe it's like a tree branch, and you got like one growing off of another one. Oh, that's horrifying. That. That no, that's pretty bad. Level to it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm still going with seven toes, I guess. <laughs> Would you rather have no one show up for your wedding or your funeral? Your funeral. Well, so does no one show up for your wedding mean that, like, including the bride? Nice bride? Oh, God. That'd be, <laughs> yeah, I suppose that would be bad, but... Yeah, I think... I don't know. I think I could... I'd like to know that I had some sort of an impact on people when I when I leave this earth. Like yeah, but funeral, you like you won't even know about it. Yeah, but I see. You know, if it, if it's not at a wedding, I can kind of take that time and assess. Okay, why the hell didn't anybody show up at this? 
and work at changing some things around so that I do have people showing up in the funeral. Yeah, but if no one, including the groom, showed up to my wedding, I would rather just be dead. You know what I mean? Like, th like that's a bad day. Yeah, that's a good eye-opening <laughs> day if you got some things to work on. No, like, that, I don't, I'm not looking for a learning experience. Like, I'm not looking to grow from that day. Like, I would, I would drive right off a cliff if nobody showed up. Do a funeral you don't care about? Maybe... No, I'm already yeah. dead. That's fine. I, I get that. I can see. I'm always it's looking fine. for a learning experience. Ugh. <laughs> uh, let's see. I want people to tell funny stories at a funeral, too. So, you know? Okay, well... Get working on that. I know. Um, would you rather be able to speak all the languages or be able to communicate with animals? Communicate with animals. Really? I think that'd be fun. Like, my, dogs, <laughs> my dog would be so fun to talk to. Are you kidding me? Oh, it'd be so neat. Yeah. Like, growing up on a farm, God, if you could, like, what do the random moos mean? You know? <laughs> I'm in on Here's that. the thing. You're going to find out they mean nothing. You don't know that. And you won't know that if you pick the other. Yeah, but just imagine, okay, if I spoke all the languages, like, I just, I've never been more attractive than if I could speak all the languages. Like, I would just be the sexiest person alive, I think, if I could speak oh, all the languages. I understand them. Well, yeah, but if, like... Really care if you can speak them if I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, but then I would speak to the people who want to speak, or you could just talk and talk. Yeah, I... Totally. Like I want to speak all the languages. But I feel like... I come in contact with animals more often than I do with people that would be able to utilize and understand my speaking of all the languages, you know? Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out riding a bike and I pass a random dog to know what that dog's thinking and to communicate, but, you know? <laughs> I don't, I just don't feel like they think anything. I feel like they, yeah. Like, I would be like, Mackie, like, let's talk. And she'd be like, ugh. Okay, well, this one, you? this you one's messed you. up. This one's messed uh, up. Ready? You would you rather eat your dead friend or your dead dog? Jesus, what? <laughs> That's a terrible question. Obviously, dog. I guess so. Sorry, animal rights people. Because at least it's an animal. Yeah. yeah. I think that has to be the case. That's a shit question. Oh, God, that's terrible to think about. Oh, man. Yeah, let's move right past that. I think we both agree on animal, I suppose, and let's let's go. <laughs> this one's super messed up. <laughs> okay, would you rather kill one human or one hundred baby animals? Jesus, do we get a baby human? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know what? But if that's like messed up, serial killer out there already that you know has uh -huh. killed the animals that didn't do anything. Yeah, I guess you pick the. Terrible human or something, you know, if I get a pit, you know, or is it like... Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, it's a family member? God, no, you know? Okay. I don't think I can do that. And okay. Like, what'd you say, a hundred? Mm -hmm. sparrows, you know? Okay, okay. In context, I suppose, but, boy, that's going to be tough either way. The human's a human, and that's going to be really difficult, but the other thing, you have to do a hundred times. You don't have to just get past doing it once. you got to do it again and again and again. But if it, yeah, I suppose... The animal thing. I don't know. God, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather live in an amusement park or at a zoo? At a zoo. Really? Why? I'm not a big amusement park. I don't like roller coasters. You don't? Oh, man. I yeah. love roller coasters. I generally don't like the crowds <laughs> at amusement parks. Yeah, but zoos have a lot of people. Yeah, I'm thinking animals. And going back to the previous question, I can now talk to them. Okay, all right. It's a whole new world just opened up to me. Okay, so you're living at the zoo, you're talking to the animals. Which exhibit do you live in? Hmm. Lion? Really? I don't know, I feel like they're cool. <laughs> I feel like they are not welcoming. You don't know that. I do. I oh, because you talk to them. them. Okay, yeah. so, so in so theory, they have invited you. Yeah, they're like, right. They're just sitting there telling me, like, these people got us all misunderstood. I'm like, yeah. I know that now, you know? It's a whole new, whole new thing. Would you rather eat only pizza for a year yeah. or have no pizza at all for one year? I'm going to eat pizza for a year. <laughs> I could not go an entire year without pizza. That would be terrible. What's your favorite pizza? Like, doesn't have to be here. Like, like if you could order one pizza. Ooh, that's a tough one. 
I'm a big fan of bad boys here in the Quad City stuff. Really? Like one of my one of my favorites. Yeah, I uh, I prefer a thin crust beer. There's actually there was a really good restaurant in uh, Northside Chicago, and I don't remember the name of it now. I went there. My brother took me there a couple of times. Phenomenal pizza, and they didn't make it, which is sad. But it, it uh, wasn't your deep dish Chicago style. I'm not a big deep dish guy. Yeah, but, another problem. I mean, there was a time. When was it? Last summer that. Uh, I had pizza as a meal, whether it was lunch or dinner, or whatever, five days in a row. Something stupid. <laughs> I love pizza too, so it. I mean, that's a go-to for us. You can make your own. I mean, there's enough ways to vary it. I'm not getting bored throughout that year. Change up the toppings a little bit. Okay. You know, um, I Canadian bacon on a pizza. Oh my God, you like the worst stuff. What do you Canadian like? bacon is so weird. It's like flat ham. Some places have it Yeah, and that's weird too. What do you like on a pizza? What's your pizza go-to? Um, I like pepperoni on pizza. I like um, like pizza. onions and green pepper on pizza. Sausage is fine. I know you hate onions. I feel like we don't like any of the same stuff. Like not in life, not in food, not in like philosophies. <laughs> Um, would you rather be extremely underweight or extremely overweight? Ooh, that's a tough one. And a good question for me to think about. Uh, I'm going to go obviously underweight. Like, and you have to stay? Yeah. That? I'd rather be totally underweight. I guess so. Were we talking like Christian Bale and the pianist or whatever, you know, where he was just mm -hmm. like, you can see. His yeah. Or like Tara Reid circa 2001. Mm. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, God, that's. I suppose, I don't know, because I, I guess I don't know what it would be like to, to be able to get around and be able to do that. You're probably going to have zero energy either way. So if you're, if you're extremely underweight, do you have just like a super fast metabolism? You can yeah. Like eat all the things? <gasps> Ooh, that's a really good you point. Know, I would like to be able to enjoy. Mm -hmm. like I don't want to have to feel constantly hungry or starved. Right. I guess all the time. And what's massively overweight? We're talking like 50 pounds, 100 pounds? Extremely. Like the word is extreme. Yeah, you know, so I'm going to go, yeah. I guess not that. I don't think I could, yeah, I don't want to be that. Yeah. You know, I want to be able to move around. A little yeah. Bit, you know, get up and get down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm extremely underweight. I may have brittle bones that break, but we'll see. Okay, I feel like this one's weird. Would you rather look 10 years older from the neck up or the neck down? I don't know what 10 years older is from the neck down. <laughs> like 10 years older from the neck down would be like what? Like your skin is kind of like jangly? Well, I think it's, it means the same thing. It's just which part of your body you want looking 10 years older. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't but, but how often do you look at somebody? Well, I guess maybe, no, because neck, neck up would include the neck. Yeah. I mean, no. I'm only 38, so I feel like 48's all right. You know, give me the neck up. That's fine, I guess. Yeah, you know? see, but again, that's a, that's a total dude perspective because, like, dudes looking 10 years older from the neck up, it's like, oh, look how wise he is. Right. But like, and I need people to think I'm more wise than I am. So that yeah, that's true. That's, you're going to need maybe 20 to 25 that's years time. So I, gotta, I guess neck up. Uh, would you rather have three kids and no money or no kids and $3 million? Say it again. <laughs> You have three kids right. and no money, or no kids and $3 million. Kids? I'd burn through that $3 million way too damn fast. But how are you going to take care of your three kids with no money? Plant a garden. I mean, it got to have some, right? I mean, it, it says, not, it says no money. Like, caveman time, you know, where I've got to go out with a freaking club and kill my food? And <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to kill. You're gonna have to the kill your friend or your dog. Yet, you know, I mean, that three million is gonna be fun for a bit. Mm -hmm. No, I don't know. I have kids, so it's. I like it. It's fun. You know? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't see not having kids. And I think I would burn through three million dollars on stupid shit way too fast. So. Okay. No, fun would be over. What's the stupidest thing you would buy with your three million dollars? I don't know. Probably a car or something dumb. I like cars. Yeah. Yeah. What's your dream car? Would I even know what it is? Yeah, Corvette. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty practical in it. You know, I think Lamborghini's cool, Ferrari's, you know, that type of stuff's neat. Your Bugattis and your Rolls Royces, but that doesn't really appeal to me. I just want, 
give me a Corvette. I'm fine with, with that, you know, and give me a new truck. Okay, so would you rather have the car of your dreams or the house of your dreams? I'd go house. Yeah, houses don't do it. Like, I'm fine. If I got enough space. Really? Yeah, yeah. like, I don't, big houses don't appeal to me at all. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to live in, like, a house that's falling apart to have the car of my dream, you know? But, like, modest house in my car or crazy ridiculous house with a pool and door basketball yeah. and the crap no i don't need all that yeah that yeah. doesn't appeal to me at all i was having this conversation with somebody the other day and it's like give me a normal house is fine like i don't doesn't bother as long as it's not falling apart you know yeah yeah, yeah. i'm totally cool with that i'm in my car a lot though yeah and i enjoy it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'd say the car okay okay and they're fun all right let's see would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the smartest? What happens if you already both? Well, that's really a for instance, because, <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. No, the funniest or the smartest? The funniest smartest. or the smartest? The funniest. I feel like really? The, I feel like the smartest, depending on the room you're in, is always going to, uh, <laughs> did you better, you know what I mean? But you're getting that vibe. Funny is just funny. See, but I feel like if you're smart, like as long as I'm not you can still be shit, funny. You know? Well, I'm not the biggest idiot. Mm-hmm, if right. I'm somewhere in between, it depends I'm, I'm, on what room for you. Uh, <laughs> and even if I am, my humor is going to make people forget about how stupid I am. Okay, no, let no. me know how that goes. I like laughing, so like that's my favorite thing in the world. So if I and if I can if I can be that person to be super funny, I'm for it. <laughs> okay. Last question, ready? Smartness has just gotten that. I got a couple laughs there. That was good. Rattling off some, oh, I'm so smart fact. Wouldn't have been all that neat right there. Pity laughing doesn't count as laughing. It doesn't, but luckily that was a real one. Put that on a bumper sticker. Hmm. Okay. I want to end like on a real. Yeah, we got to end on a real. A real burner. Okay. Or just like a total. A real burner. Here we go. Uh, this isn't the big burner that I was hoping for, but we'll just keep going. Okay. Would you rather lose half your hair or half your hearing? Half my hair? Yeah, agreed. Go bald on a second. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Right. I, don't, that, I wear hats a lot. I don't think you have the head shape to go bald. I do. <laughs> it's fine. I wear hats. I wear a hat all the time. Okay. What about you, though, from a female perspective? You don't lose half of it? You don't get to lose it all. You don't get to go bald. Um, Maybe that's it. You just have to be like, you miss it just like... I think I would just... I think I would rather lose half my hearing than give up my hair. Right. Um, Would you rather create history or be able to delete part of it? Create it? It's done, it's done. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Funny. <laughs> would you rather have a crush on ugly people or have ugly people have a crush on you <laughs> what a stupid well but if you have a crush on ugly people like you don't know because you're crushing you know what i mean that means they're cute that means they're cute to you yeah i don't see either as being necessarily <laughs> You can roll with either one, I guess. <laughs> I just think it's such a stupid question. Um, oh. All right. <laughs> if you were invisible, yes. this is how this is phrased, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm literally reading this directly to you because I think it's so funny. Would you rather grab the front or the back of a girl when invisible? <laughs> So I guess it's asking, are you an ass man or not? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. If you're invisible. That's really, really funny. I just like how it's phrased. How about you? You got to answer that. If you got to make me look. Shallow. Oh. The back. Um, say the back. No. Well, like nobody grabs the front of a dude. Like that's weird. <laughs> like that's super odd. Right. I feel like it's super odd to just go around grabbing the front of anybody. Um, let's see. How did these questions just get terrible? These are so stupid. Okay, answer me this. Okay, go. It's not a would you rather. Okay. It's quarantine based. Okay. 
two things. If you could be anywhere right now, not here, where would that be? Um, you just snap your fingers and be there like for a day just to escape kind of this, where would you go? I would go somewhere super warm. Would you? Yeah, just to like be warm for like a hot minute. Like a yeah, I just want to go somewhere where there's like sunshine and warmth. Yes. Like I don't even, like it doesn't even have to be like a different setting. I just right. would like it to be warm for like a full day. For sure. That would be dynamite. What about you? Um, I'm itching to get to the mountains, but I think I need warmth right now. And yeah. Sunshine, you know? Yeah. Um, the mountains will be cold. Yeah. I. Uh, and we've gotten out a lot in hiking, so I just need that warm, just complete escape from this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like even the mountains are yeah. going to be in a similar climate, so I need just just need an escape and a just total reset. Yeah. Okay. So second question: When this is over, if you will, what's the first thing you're excited to do? Oh my God! Go get a facial. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I really need to like go to the spa, which I realize like makes me sound like super, super vain. But I just feel. I that, but I, I just. I'm here, so I'm like, you know, yeah. I don't have any, you know, and I don't. Well, to me, that just feels like the one very decadent thing that I do for myself. Sure. You know what I mean? I can see that. Um, to just like, I don't know, get like pump some moisture back into my skin. Right. That sort of a thing. Yeah. I can see that though. If you, you know what doing I mean? That, not doing it. Yeah, you know? I really love that. I really, really love that. Like I couldn't imagine not being able to get my haircut during this time. Yeah. You know? That'd be tough for me. Yeah. But so I could, I can get that. I want to go to a concert. Yeah. There were so many good concerts I was looking forward to maybe seeing or at least entertaining the idea of seeing this year, and now to not have that, and I don't think we'll be able to even do that this I year. I don't, I don't think there will be any concerts That's this year. It's a bummer for me. Yeah. It's such a bummer. Yeah. I love live music. I just, I want to go enjoy food, some alcohol, and some live music. Outside. With the best peeps. Yeah. And just in a, in a group. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like huge groups, but my God, I'm getting bored of hanging out with myself. <laughs> oh. All right. Any parting words for our listeners today? No, just keep, keep doing what you're doing. Keep your head up through it. We're all going to get through this. And we're going to get through a lot better if we do it together and support each other and encourage each other, pick each other up, you know, focus on the good as much as you can and realize that this is just a test for us, right? And Where can people find you, John? 818fitness.com, facebook.com backslash 818fitness, Instagram at 818fitness. Uh, we've got a really cool group online, too, that people should definitely come and join. Okay. Um... Just type in fitness redefined in the groups section and you can find us that way or scroll through our page you'll find it there or it's on our Instagram uh, bios. Cool. Group. Check us out. Come All right. Us. We'll help you get through it. Sounds good, man. Awesome. Thank Thanks. You, for having me. you have been listening to the WQAD Podcast Network.